0: You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
1: We talked this morning about getting better at fundamentals and basic things. You know, I think we were all extremely disappointed after the last game. Uh, I probably watched both sides of the ball six times. Offensively, we were close. I didn't. I don't think we played poorly. We just made little mistakes here and there that you can't make. But some of the fundamentals, just basics of blocking, being in the right place on routes, um, We're going back to the basics with that, and same thing on defense. You know, I kind of had the impression coming off field, we got pushed around a little up front. When you watch the tape, that didn't happen. Uh, We just misfit some things. Uh, Guys were expecting somebody to be in a gap from the secondary, from linebacker, and four or five or six times they weren't there, and they turned into big plays. We can't do well a lot of the time, but not consistently enough, Uh, and and that's what happens then. So we're back to basics this week. Just recovering, I guess. We've been together since August 2nd.
2: We've been on seven straight fall camp, seven straight weeks. I think we just need to get away from each other for a bit. I mean, you get so locked up in this. If you get to relax sometimes, I think that's what we're going to do. we are going to relax. And welcome here to this edition of the Husker Online Show. I think this whole state's going to relax for a weekend as we all need a break. Uh, as you heard Austin Allen say, what, what are they going to do over the bye week? We just need a break. And I kind of think that's where things are at. I mean, this season had such a high expectation level by everybody from the fans to the media on the outside to the coaches. Everybody um, expected this to be, you know, a better year. I mean, I think most people thought, hey, this team could be six and one at this point, five and two, worst case, four and three was not in the cards. But it's not just the four and three, it's how the four and three has looked. There's really been not a lot of promising moments um collectively across that four and three and here we are now on the bye after what was just a low low night in minneapolis 34 to 7 but it really felt a lot worse than 34 to 7. minnesota had nebraska's defense on their heels the entire game nebraska's offense uh, couldn't get out of their own way it just was one of those nights here robin and uh, a lot of soul searching here, I think, as you, you hear Scott Frost and everybody, you know, because I think everybody wants an easy fix, and, and there, there isn't necessarily an answer how to maybe correct this over just one week.
1: No, and it's not going to get corrected over just one week, because if it would have been able to do that, they would have happened a long time ago. And unfortunately, the performance at Minnesota resembled uh, quite a few similar performances we've seen over the past few years that uh, have become far too much the norm. And, uh, you know, I was... Having a conversation on a a different radio show about this, about how uh, you know what's it going to take for for Nebraska to finally you know turn that corner, and um, honestly, I think it's going to be a a thing that you measure in baby steps as opposed to um, you know a night and day difference where guys on this team need to learn how to win uh you have a senior class that hasn't won more than five games since they were redshirt freshmen uh and so i mean just the, developing a culture of winning i think is the biggest issue standing in the way of this team right now because they're more talented than what they showed on saturday i don't care what you say they've shown flashes of how good they can be when they play with confidence and when they actually believe in what they're doing but you know adversity hits um, things don't go their way Uh, the other team you know is playing with just as much fight this team struggles to counter that and to you know show resilience and and be able to stick with things when times are tough so um, that's not an easy fix and it's not going to be something that's going to be fixed this bye week um, maybe over the next couple weeks or even on uh, through the rest of the season on into the spring it's going to be something that um, you know this staff has to continuously hammer home uh, with these players that, you know, hopefully by next year, maybe the year after, uh, you finally have a culture of of guys that believe that every time they take the field, they're going to win. Cause right now that is not the case.
0: Well, to me watching the game, I mean, I think I felt like it was pretty clear that, um, you know, Nebraska was not interested in, in kind of following back up to that first punch. They got punched in the mouth and it seemed like there was some guys that were like, "Man, I don't know if I want to. I don't want to go toe to toe in this fight uh, for four quarters in this cold or whatever." And um, you know, and I think that I think that their inexperience and lack of depth at certain positions really, really became exposed to. Um, and and I, like you said, Robin, that's that's something that's just not going to get fixed overnight. You can't snap your fingers and all of a sudden be too deep a, across the offensive line and and have a lot of guys with starts under their belts. And so, I mean, that's, that's just something that's going to take time. And, and, you know, people ask, well, when's it going to be fixed? Well, I, I agree. I, I think it's you, you have to measure, you know, quote, unquote, the fix in very, very small pieces and in incremental pieces.
2: You're listening here to the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, and Nate Klaus as we pick up the pieces from Minnesota and move ahead here with the bye week. I still was surprised, guys, that Nebraska won the toss, and I know Scott Frost is a big take-the-ball guy, But just his philosophy, because the week before against Northwestern, he won the toss and he deferred. Mm -hmm. You win the toss on a windy night. Don't you think it would have made more sense? I don't think it would have made a difference in the game, but would it have made more sense to defer, to have the win for the second and the fourth quarter? I thought putting a new quarterback like Noah Vedrill on the field – Right away um, on the twenty-five was a risk. I mean, I think maybe you could have set the tone better with your defense, but as we know, the defense wasn't ready to play anyway. But um, just the whole start um, of how Nebraska approached it at the beginning was
1: interesting to me. To me, that was kind of a uh, represented represented a whole issue that's going on with his coaching staff right now, where you know their whole mantra is no fear of failure, but it seems like week in week out, that's becoming an issue. Is They don't trust their team... Uh, enough to play with a fear or without a fear of failure, and they're kind of um, you know bec- becoming conservative, which that's not what Scott Frost is here to do. I mean, he's here to be the aggressor. Uh, to but then, a- in a
2: case where they should have, you know, what we need to play smart here. Yeah. Let, let's get let's get our defense, maybe get a three and out, and then make Minnesota punt right. into the wind and give Noah Vedro the ball at the forty or the fifty.
1: So I have that philosophy the week before, and then go in the snow on the road with the you know wind. first first uh, game starter quarterback with the wind and, and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden you want to be aggressive. And so I I just think that it, there's kind of a deeper-rooted issue right now going on with, um, you know, what needs to happen first? Do these players need to earn the staff's trust to develop that, you know, attacking mindset that is supposed to be this offense? Or uh, does the coaching staff need to dial up more plays to get these guys' confidence uh, to, you know, be that type of team? Right now I don't think they know what they want to be. Uh, I think that they go back and forth between being a conservative, you know, let's just kind of, you know, Play the conditions, uh, you know, try to try to just adjust to what the circumstances are, or are they going to be the aggressor that just kind of takes takes whatever they want? And as Frost said in his first Big Ten media days, you know, let the less, let the rest of the league. Adjust to us um, right now. I think that varies week to week, and right now I, I just don't think that they have a real firm grasp of what they want to do uh, this year and going forward. So my, my
0: read on the on the toss and taking the ball is is that he was trying to give Vedral a vote of confidence, saying, "Hey, I trust you. Go go out and, and operate this offense. We're taking the ball. We're gonna go down the field, and we're gonna score." Um, and and that's how that's how I read it. it was that him? trying to turn did the, you
2: agree with the call though? I mean no, I,
0: I, don't, I don't necessarily necessarily agree with the call. Um, but then you know they, they marched down the field. they were oh yeah they were no. moving the football. Um, and who knows had they not stalled out and, and turned it over on downs and, and got some sort of points out of that drive, you know, who knows what, what, what could have happened, but I feel like after, after that drive stalled out, I feel like the, the defense is almost like, here we go again. Like,
2: well, and with the win, they couldn't kick a field goal on yeah, that drive.
0: Well, I
1: know. And that but, was
2: another issue. So you, you drive down the field, but you had to score a touchdown yeah. essentially.
1: Well, that was probably the issue, even without the wind. You know, with their kicking situation being what it the is. Lane
2: Lane McCollum, he kicked the one extra point, yes. so we didn't we didn't get to see Matt Waldock. Matt Waldock, um, <laughs> that would have been a good little sidebar story if he, if he would have got on the field. But um, it'd be interesting too over the bye if Barrett Pickering, if his situation improves.
1: I mean, it's I don't know. He's, <sighs> he's not even practicing. I mean, I that that's one of the weirder situations where it, like if is is it season ending then if so just say it so we have to stop worrying about him apparently they don't think it is yeah I, <laughs>
0: that's, that's, that is like the weirdest situation that i can recall in terms of like an injury in you Right up and there years. with
2: um what's that running back that dropped the tv on his leg Kenny Wilson oh, Kenny, Kenny Wilson, Wilson. And I don't, I don't even know why well, he
0: didn't drop it on his leg. Everyone thinks he dropped the TV on his leg. That's not what happened. He he had the infection in his bone. It made his bone so brittle that when he and someone else went to move this big, giant flat screen, it was like a 500 pound TV that the, the bone cracked his femur, his femur cracked because <laughs> he had he had an infection in the bone. That one so, ranks up there for me, too. So, it, it, yeah, he didn't drop it on his leg. But, yeah, he still broke his. Technically broke the bone. It still sounds very painful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs>
2: All right, when we come back, Nebraska is going to Ireland. I'm excited, as you can guess for obvious reasons, with the name Sean Callahan. Um, I think <laughs> Robin. back to the motherland. Robin, uh, the, the Polish <laughs> member of our staff, he's even excited. And yeah. we're, we're going to discuss Ireland and what this trip means next. You're listening here to the Oscar Line Show.